I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beer and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, man making the most of his 4% of Irish heritage tonight, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And also here tonight, the entire team is back. So we got, we got produce- everyone back. Everyone back. Producer Joe. Always a pleasure. Sound engineer Tom. Check one, two. And doctor. Aloha. The doctor's back in the house. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. From the ILB team here in sunny San Diego, America's finest city for craft beer. Talent, can you confirm you've done extensive research? I've done a little research, but I, I think we have an expert on all things Irish. That's right. We do. We Hi, put, laddie. <laughs> uh, sound engineer Tom in charge of all things Irish tonight. Thank you, lads. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Of course, we hope you've opened up a cold beer and ready to join us because we have. Uh, Doc, uh, we put, or, yeah, Doc, we put you in charge of beers tonight. What are you starting yeah, us with? That, thanks for that honor. Uh, we are drinking Smithwick's Red Ale, which we're all enjoying, and uh, it's been brewed for over 300 years in Kilkenny, Kilkenny, Ireland. All right. Well, let's have a, t- a toast. A toast. toast. I got some Irish toast oh, I, I pulled one. up. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Irish toast. All right. Here we go. May you be in heaven a full half hour before the devil knows you're dead. Nice. That's right. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do that in an Irish uh, accent with only 4% Irish heritage. Pro- probably yes. not. So it's Cultural appropriation. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Could be. Thank you, Doc. Excellent you. choice. What do you guys think of the uh, Schmidt's Red Ale? It's very good. I mean, for I really not like a lot of times when I see Red Ale, I'm I'm envisioning a lot more caramel. Hardly any caramel taste on this one. Super smooth. Yeah, this um, it's it's very refreshing. Good tasting beer. It's exactly the kind of Red Ale I like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> one more. Here we go. We got more. Some more where that came from. And if you can see, little, us, if you little, can see us now, we're all wearing, uh, you know, we've all culturally appropriated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. We're way. all four percent Irish in a big way. Yes, <laughs> courtesy of the doctor. Thank I, I you, would doctor. say I would. I'm going to use a word, a little biscuity. Yes, yeah, it's got some biscuity. It's a little biscuity. It does. It has none of that. I think it's going to taste a little um, more like rye, a little that got yeah. partially rye, but yeah. it does it's not. Good. It's very, it's very tasty. Smooth was the operative word. Yeah. So enjoying our Schmidt's Red Ale. Good job, Doc. Hey, please share our podcast with your beer-drinking friends. Like and follow us on social media. That's our capital. Helps us uh, get out to the breweries so we can talk to them about their stories and share them with you. And we have a uh, slow-growing listener base, and that's because you found us and you shared us. And it's growing faster and faster. Up yes, to 253 is. Instagram followers. Nice. Just from a week ago or so. Please keep that momentum going. We very much appreciate it. And then also, if you're at a brewery that we've recommended or visited, uh, drinking a beer that we've talked about, let them know you heard about it from us. And if you're, if you're, if you're one of those people that's got to take a picture of your beer and post it for everyone to see, tag us along on there. Exactly. Yeah, if, if you heard it, uh, from it, about it from us. This is our first beer, huh? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've had half yeah. a taster of uh, Schmidtics. So, And then follow us on Twitter at I like Po one and I like Beer the Talent. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at I like Beer the Podcast. Feel free to message us through any of those formats or shoot us an email. I like beer, the podcast at gmail.com. And then don't forget to friend us at uh, untapped as well. Uh, shout out to my new friend, Ben Klein. Oh, another yeah, new another friend. New friend. I, I don't, you know, don't mean to flex on you guys, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just making friends everywhere right now on, on untapped. So <laughs> cheers. Here's to you, Ben. Yeah. Welcome aboard, Ben. 
you know, I had some cookie cravings after last Did week. You, yeah. 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 For someone that was not a giant fan of Girl Scout cookies, I'm hooked now. Yeah. They, they do have a um, addictive quality to yes, them. Yes, they do. They? Yes, they do. You can't eat just one pouch. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call it? Sleeve. One sleeve. sleeve. Yeah. yeah. One box. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, your first choice was excellent, Doc. What, do, what are we going to, you know, it's time, rolling out the orchestra. So we're going to need a, a beer for toast, roast, and pour one out. So tonight, from St. James Gate in Dublin, Ireland, we have Harp Lager. Well, like harp? I feel like there should be some applause. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, let's pour some of this. You see harp lager signs at a lot of Irish pubs around. Yeah. That's how you make a nice black and tan. Uh, yes. Yeah. You got another Irish toast. Oh, let's hear it. May your troubles be less and your blessings be more and nothing but happiness come through your door. Oh, that's lovely. That is, so toast. Cheers. 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 Sounds like a toast at a wedding. Do we have to hold that intense eye contact yes, like in, mm-hmm. in Oktoberfest yes. with the German? I think Pros? so. We do? Okay. I think so. Why, why risk it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, we know the consequence, so holy cow. I've heard about the consequences. I don't know about them. I don't know them. Who's got our first toast tonight? I can go first if you like. I would, okay. so I can enjoy my harp lager. Yeah. All right. Well, my uh, first toast, i got to find my toast. Oh, here it is. Uh, I'm going to toast, you know, you, you guys have been following the news a little bit lately, and uh, there hasn't been a whole lot of positive news items that are coming out of uh, Italy recently. No. Uh, but for a few hours last week, uh, there was a story uh, that I thought was uh, kind of a nice one out of Italy, and, and there was a malfunction at a winery in northern in Italy or in a northern town, uh, the town of Castrotro or something like that. Castro oil? It's Castrovetro. There it is. And it caused a thousand liters of ready-to-be-bottled wine to leak into the water pipes and float out of the showers and faucets in homes. Wow. Um, they said that this glitch lasted about three hours and impacted about 20 homes. Um, and it was fa- uh, caused by a faulty valve in their washing circuit within their bottling line. Um, and it said that the Lambrusco Gasparosa, a local specialty, seeped through the town's water lines. So uh, the commercial manager at that winery said that the malfunction was appreciated by many. Uh, <laughs> some clients in the area called us to warn us about it, but also to share that they were bottling the wine as well. So <laughs> it would have been much better if it was beer. But I, you know, I think anytime you turn on your faucet and an, an alcoholic beverage is coming out, uh, that's something to say. Hey, toast. 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 Leave the faucet running. Get <laughs> yeah, the buckets. A, yeah, get the buckets. <laughs> I did see that on on the news and it did not look particularly appetizing no though. no but you can filter that but stuff yeah, there's yeah. worse yes. problems to have yeah, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. italy especially in italy right, right now, now. Yeah, yeah, so. all right thoughts on this harp lager pilsner style crisp it's got a fruity nose on it it definitely does and you would know it's a lager right away not like the uh, lager we had uh we have a Pilsner from Modern Times last week that, that had that... The, the uh, hazy. The hazy, yeah, the yeah, hoppiness. Yeah, it's very, very crisp. The bucolic very, meadowishness yeah, to it. Right. This one's just... This is a lager. Yeah. But I wouldn't know it was an Irish lager if you just poured me a glass and handed it to me. It's, right. Yeah. Uh, got that a little bit of classic German, German style. It's tough following the Smithwick's. Uh, Smithwick's had so much more... So much flavor. You know, the right. red ale. All right. Next year, the lager first. Right. the red ale. Right, right, right. But a solid yeah, we know. Pilsner style. Crisp. Clean. Crisp, clean, no caffeine. <laughs> you remember those? Yeah. That the, all the green we're wearing got me in a seven-up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Tom, do you have a toast? 
Yeah, I actually got a couple tonight. All right, right on. So this is your big night. Uh, apparently, apparently. I hope hopefully I can live up to the uh, expectation <laughs> here. So uh, you know how people around the world have been stockpiling everyday essentials like toilet paper in response to the coronavirus. Oh, not everywhere. me. Fruit I don't. Uh, I don't use to toilet paper. Need Fruit gummies. Yeah. Got a little bidet. I've over been there. driving over to, to yeah, the doctor's house to yeah. use the bidet. Yeah. <laughs> I just ran a hose into my house. <laughs> Pressure washer. Poor <laughs> man. Poor man. Oh, poor TMI. Poor man's bidet. Poor man's bidet. People have been stockpiling it and buying it in panic mode, and so much, in fact, that some supermarket shelves have been left bare, as we've seen in Costco and whatnot. But to tackle the toilet paper shortage amidst the coronavirus fears, an Australian newspaper came up with a novel solution. On Thursday, NT News, standing for Northern Territory, printed eight extra pages for people to use as toilet paper. Oh and their unconventional idea has left many in splits, not to mention thankful. That's, that's rough. The NT News. <laughs> Dar- There's a double meaning in that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This Darwin-based newspaper, famous for its humorous front pages, printed the extra eight-page special edition complete with watermarks and cutout guide that people could use to maximize the toilet paper usage. <laughs> Make, makes me think of ever Silly Putty yeah. who takes Silly Putty on the newspaper. Yeah. Right. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> NT News also shared a video of the special edition on Twitter where their newspaper editor, Matt Williams, told The Guardian that it was selling well. Quote, we are a newspaper known around the world who understands the needs of our readers, he said. Territorians are in great need of toilet paper right now, so we had to deliver what they needed. That's right. Give them, what, give them give customer the what they what need. Give what they want. I would like to say that Ben Klein also... Uh, Friend of you? Yes. Oh, I well, had to check. Had to had check, to check. It's very you, important ben. to me that I yeah, yeah. try to keep up. There's to you, Ben. Again, <laughs> thank you, Keep ben. up with the talent. That's good. As I was checking in my heart premium locker at a 4.0. That's nice. Guess I'm going to have to check when I'm done here. Yeah, we got everybody should be checking this. Ben's waiting. Check, check. Right. I've check, been talking check. with Ben for a couple of days now, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm you know. late to just late trying to, to keep up. No, it's trying to keep it's up. It's all right. It's all right. Well, the other, the other one I have is uh, Florida's in the news again, guys. What? Oh, I know, right? All right. But hey, this time it's on a kind of a positive twist. Good for them. So it's again, about time. you know, you know what concern- they say every once in a while a blind squirrel finds a nut. That's it. Well, that might be apropos to this story all here. All right. Uh, so while concerns over the coronavirus rise, one law enforcement agency in Florida is being proactive and doing its part to contain the potential outbreak and help ensure its citizens are safe from harm. The Tavares Police Department is asking its citizens to bring their recreational drugs by for immediate testing and offering to test the drugs for free to make sure they're not contaminated with the coronavirus. Good. That's <laughs> nice. The department posted the offer on their agency's Facebook page, instantly garnering hundreds of comments and shares. They'll even come to, your, come to you to test if you ask, according to the post. Quote, with the rising health concerns associated with the coronavirus, we are offering free testing of your drugs, the agency wrote. Being that a large amount of narcotics come from outside the U.S., we want you all to be safe. Bring it by to our station and we'll test your batch within minutes. <laughs> Safety first. Hashtag better safe than sorry. Yeah. Hashtag help us help you. Hashtag virus free meth. That's Tomorrow's it. police did not say if anyone has taken them up on the offer just yet. Interesting. Very I'm interesting. very conflicted about that story. Yeah, I know. About the, the role of law enforcement. <laughs> I don't know what to uh, say. <laughs> 
Cheers. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a toast. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. That's a toast. I'm looking at mm-hmm. Irish news right now. One says, if you kiss the Blarney Stone, you're immune to the coronavirus, experts claim. <laughs> from, the, from the Irish Tourism Association. Yes, nice. And they say the coronavirus is the worst invasion since the Brits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good. Who's got a roast? I, I got a roast. Okay. All right. So uh, I saw this story. I thought this was pretty funny. And, and uh, so, you know, it's one of those things where, you, you know, life go, gets busy at times and you forget to do stuff. I and mean, we all have that and things happening. But uh, however, there was uh, the one man in Louisiana who uh, maybe took this a bit too far. And so he was uh, pulled over uh, by a police officer. Uh, for having an expired license plate that hadn't been renewed since 1997. Nice. Uh, so he basically had been too busy to renew his car tags for almost 23 years. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so when he was pulled over, he said, the man said to the officer, sorry, officer, I've been busy lately and totally forgot to renew my vehicle registration. Yeah, things sneak I, up on you. I yeah. will take care of it as soon as I get home. <laughs> I just thought that was a great, that's a great answer. Great answer. A great and, uh, answer. You know, I'm sure the police said, hey, thank you, sir. Yeah. Go about yeah. your business. I'm thinking he either doesn't get out much, you know, he doesn't get out, he just drive the car much, or, the police down there are really not it's a very observant. A combination of two, but I thought it was pretty fun. It hadn't been 23 That's years. Awesome. I get a check now, but I'm driving over to the police department to get yeah. my meth checked out. Exactly. <laughs> I'm heading over to Florida because <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure there's no corona in my meth. <laughs> oh, there's it for Rose. And I got to pour one out. I think you got one too, oh, don't you, you, go tell? First. you go first. Yeah, yours seems more apropos yeah. to finish with. So I'm pouring one out for Europe's future. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, huh? I, I took one out of the town. Go Haunting. big. Yeah. Go, yeah, you like to go big fair, when yeah. you pour one out. Big yeah. topics. Yeah, and I, and oh, I didn't think about that. All the stuff going on. I should have saved this for another time. <laughs> oh no. For Europe, oh. recent studies show that more and more European parents are adopting an American style of parenting. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the moan. European parenting methods have traditionally been very relaxed, while they have varied from culture to culture. The basic focus has been on cleanliness, kindness. And having a well-balanced little person as a child. But not anymore. European parents are pushing kids to start investing in their future success like American parents push their kids earlier and earlier. So the relaxed communal parenting is being replaced with pushing kids to meet their goals. To be, quote, cognitively advanced and micromanaging their children's every action and reaction to anything so it won't be long until Europe will be filled with anxiety-ridden, self-absorbed, materialistic, morally confused young adults drinking White Claw, taking selfies, and sitting in dark rooms streaming old episodes of Friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong Every, with Friends. What's and everyone, with that? everyone will get a trophy. Uh, so, everyone and everyone will get, will get a trophy, uh, but I'm pouring one out for uh, Europe's future. I think that's a good pour one out. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing all right in America. America. <laughs> Come on. Just well, we're hanging out I, I hate to put a damper on the evening, guys, um, but I'm pouring one out. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. I know it's the theme of the night. But we just got it's, here. It's oh, done. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you guys. It the is The doctor's done. got a whole cooler yeah, of beer. It is. Party is it over? Is, it is. Party is over. St. Patrick's Day is done for this year. I just take my beard off. Uh, it is uh, going to fall victim to the coronavirus, I'm sad to oh. say. So uh, basically, uh, a number of uh, Ireland's St. Patrick's Day gatherings and parades have been canceled. And I just saw today that both Chicago and Dallas have canceled hey, their parades. But not well. here in San Diego, baby. We're um, going. We're rolling. We'll see. Um, and uh, they basically have all been canceled over fears of mass gatherings uh, would contribute to the spread of the coronavirus. So in Ireland, St. Patrick's Day Festival takes place annually from March 13th to 17th, and the largest parade takes place in Dublin, and they've canceled it. Oh. Um, yeah. You know how you get rid of that Mexican beer virus is you drink Irish beer. 
I think you're right about that. I'm a doctor. I should yeah, know. Yeah, oh, wait, wait a minute. I was told by my doctor. Yes. Yeah. My yes. friend, the doctor. <laughs> yes, you uh, can do that. So He and checked then, my meth for me. He gave me some beer drinking advice. <laughs> so, no Corona with green mm. food coloring. Right. That's not going to get it. That's not going to take it. Okay. Okay. Take and like I said, Saturday, the second largest one was in Cork. Uh, they canceled that one as well. And like I said, I saw today that Dallas and Chicago have canceled their parades as well. Boo. So I guess uh, St. Patrick's Day is done. No, it's not. So it's probably time for us to start focusing on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Mexican lovers <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> Uh, Folks, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. What does that mean, Dr. Todd? It means it's time for another beer. <laughs> Finally, all this yakking, you guys. We better drink do. them quick Meh. since St. Patrick's Day is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not here. Well, I got an Irish health to- uh, toast next, That's too. That's a good point. That'll Let's be go. good. We need so, that. All right, so we all know of Guinness, right? The iconic beer from Ireland. But tonight, we're going to try something different. This is Guinness Blonde. Unfortunately, well, not fortunately or unfortunately, it's actually brewed in Baltimore. But uh, it's okay. We're going to try it. We're going to give it a shot. It's does that still Guinness count, though, for, for your doctor's orders? It does. Okay. It does count. Yeah. It works. So That's all I really need to do. We got some cold Irish east blonde. east of the Mississippi is... All right. Oh. So Guinness now has a... They have a brewery in Baltimore. And sure. I, straight from Ireland, have a toast. I drink to your health when I'm with you. I drink to your health when I'm alone. I drink to your health so often... I'm starting to worry about my own. Oh, that's a good one. That's uh-huh. a great one. Cheers. 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 All right. Still pouring. Still pouring. I'm drinking. I love the, the can with the classic toucan. Have you guys had uh, this blonde before? I have not had this I one. I have not either. No, that's, this nope. is the one of the three so far that I have not had. I keep forgetting that uh, Padre has given up the good stuff for Lent. You're wondering why I'm just drinking water over here? Well, <laughs> actually, Padre, I have some uh, facts I found out about oh. St. Patrick's Day that could help you out. Okay, tonight. good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not talking in the microphone, yeah, yeah, but I did find something out about St. Patrick's Day. I'm just going to cut in right some, now. There's some rules. Yeah. I, there are some rules, and I'm just going to cut this in for a second. I know Tom's got all the facts. Wait, Padre, but you chose to give up. All, you could have chosen something else. Okay, yes. We, yeah. Yeah. We've had you this know, discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that traditionally, back in the day, that St. Patrick's Day was a break from Lent. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And so basically, you having a feast day in the middle of Lent <laughs> isn't ideal, but that, because fasting is the cornerstone, but basically Catholics were like, hey, we need a break. Yeah. And so that's what they would use St. Patrick's Day was to give them permission to, hey, hey exhausting. you, you yes. can you can eat you know whatever you want, drink whatever you want on St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. day. So that's just know right. that that you have that in the bank. Yeah. Um, so you're asking, am I a traditional Catholic or not? We're right? going to find out. And uh, <laughs> and I'm not judging or anything, but I did find that fact. I think and I'm there's like, a window. That was the one fact I came back with. I'm like, I have to go save yes. Joe. So yes. wait, could you? How about non-alcoholic beer? I could drink non-alcoholic. You could. Beer. I gave up alcohol. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. Right. But why would I? Except <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day when it's a break from Lent. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. I can. All right. Put the pedal down. We'll have to drink extra for Joe. Hey, thought, I appreciate it. Thoughts on the Guinness yeah, Blonde? Yeah, what's your thought? Interesting. It it's is nice and really cold. Good. It's definitely interesting. That's usually not a great sign from our crew the, when, right. we, when we default well, to interesting. Here's what I'm going to say is because I just had the Harp Lager, which I really enjoy the Harp Lager, like just as a nice, mm-hmm. refreshing lager. And if I'm going to compare this somewhat to it, I, I prefer the Harp to this one. I feel like this is, uh, um, it's got a little, 
Ooh. bit of a t- aftertaste to it to, uh, to me that the harp is a lot smoother finishing. We're used to those American Blondales. Yeah. And this is not like an American Blondale. Yeah. It doesn't have that... Um, that clean, crisp that, finish type. And then, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the body, it doesn't have the, like the, the medium, medium body, body yeah. of, of uh, American ale. I'm a fan, actually. I like I, it. I, am I too. like I it, would, too. I would actually take it over the harp. I think I would, too. I would I'm take it over the harp. It's... it's yeah, but it, it's it's, got it's kind of a tie. If I'm in the mood for a lager, I'd go with the harp. If I'm in the mood for a blonde, I'd go with yeah, this one. Yeah. It's got more flavor than it's the harp. a little like is banana the right? Yeah, yeah, there's banana in there, which probably means that the it's got some of that Belgian yeast in it or whatever. Yeah. When they yeah, maybe yeah. It kind of gets that. Is that more like a Belgian blonde? Is that what it is? I'm looking at the can right now. It does not say that that's a. Irish beer shouldn't be like I've, a Belgian I've never blonde. Seen, I've never seen Guinness blonde, so I was intrigued. But in the store, I got Bev Mo. I go, all right. It tastes, were, it tastes more like a Belgian. Like it's it not is, not yes. as extreme as a Belgian, but it tastes more like a Belgian. Yes. Than the harp. The harp mm-hmm. tastes more like, like you said, like just a crisp, clean. Yeah, it's a golden ale or yeah. a golden beer. Like so, a so we're lager. used to a blonde ale, which right. is going to be a little different, right. and it's you know uh, refined from their original blonde recipe. So it probably has a little bit of that old world style to it. And I like it. Yeah, I like it. No, it, like it's it actually it's it's a tasty beer. I just like the harp lager, but I also that's going to watch lots of soccer matches at uh, British pubs. I always drink harp lagers. Right, right. So what I don't care for is the smell of it as much. I don't think it smells as good as the lager. I can it's smell, smell it. Yeah. I think it smells dank. <laughs> no, like I good just, dank or bad dank? Because that, that's, that's a not stank. That, dank. Beer, beer that's dank. A, that's a word that guts both ways. But it's it's the, it's a bit on the more on the bland side. Yeah. You know, we're not we're used to our our bold, flavorful beers, and it's much more of a mellow bland, bland kind of a probably not the nicest way to say it, but um, simplistic. There we go. <laughs> that, like like I'm using my nice words that's now. That's a nice word. I'll, I'll, <laughs> it's I'll, their day. I'll say on like for me for me on the spectrum of blondes in terms of beer. Um, like I had Mad Neighbor the other day, right? Which is Culver's American mm. Blonde. That's my favorite blonde. That's like that's like five, right? So I feel like this one leans more towards the Belgian side, but it's not as extreme as the Belgians. I would put this right in the middle, so maybe like a three seven five somewhere right. in that range. Yeah, that sounds right. You know okay. what I mean? So, so if we're not talking beer, and you're talking, <laughs> and, you're talking and we're talking blondes, yeah, no, you're and we're talking I kind of want to know. Yeah, well, yeah, what you're thinking? I need a few more beers, and then we'll have. <laughs> time. And we'll does find your out. wife listen to this podcast? I think she does. Oh, well, then I guess yeah, we she gives me grief about all the wine comments we all the won't time. Go there, then. <laughs> and tonight, actually, I should get some kudos because I did shout out a positive wine story. So I just yes, want to know is. that I should get. So I'm read. showing. I'm showing that I'm a dual threat now, yes. and I should get it. a little little credit for that. Let us know how it was, turns out. Yes. I was just listening to an earlier episode, taking some notes on some things we had talked about. I wanted to get back to and. You made a big deal on Halloween about things that scare you. Oh, yes. And sours. That was your number one. Things wow. that scare me, a sour wow. beer. Wow. Don't, don't bring it near me. I'm yeah. terrified. And now look at you. You know what Six they months say, later. Embrace the fear. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. You got to embrace it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a changed man. <laughs> Just look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, slow-mo, it's your big night. You want to tell us a St. Patrick's Day story, or you want to lay some St. Patrick's Day facts on us? I think the stories would get me in trouble. So okay. I'll, I'll go to the oh, facts. Still any wood to us. <laughs> a shillelagh. <laughs> well, thank, thanks, Jeff. And uh, as all of our listeners know, talent always sets the bar high with his extensive research. So I only hope that I can make him, and you guys for that matter, proud of my findings here. We're so proud of you. We are. Already. Already. 
I'm not talking to my you. My beard keeps getting in my mouth. No, I mean, like seriously, that. I'm not talking to you until <laughs> after Lent. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, being that I'm the, I'm the only one really here of true Irish descent, as exemplified by my seasonal white tan and my summer pink sunburns, I may have gotten a bit carried away in my research, so you might want to refresh that beer before we get started. Oh, okay. Here. Oh, Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you for your permission. I'm going to refill with my favorite beer so far. You know what else is here? Red Ale. Uh, as long as I'm refilling, can you pass me the Talents uh, jug there? Oh, yeah. This is my hey, jug. I'm going to shout out the, the, the Talent. His yeah. first beer he's brewed that, is delish, that, I think. That's actually. a good commercial. Yeah. Good commercial. And what did you name it? Uh, well, because so I'm so uh, eccentric in my naming, I named it I Like Beer the Porter. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. As of right now, everything is just, I like beer. But it, it, it uh, you it's know what? good. It's drinkable. That's hey, what I'm going to give it. I think we got a future. <laughs> I, so. I like the marketing there. Yes. No nice. problem. So I thought it was great. No, it's come out really good. I, I'm actually been, the keg's almost gone. I mean, I had a full keg of it. And it's, <laughs> so obviously uh, people have enjoyed it. And, uh, and obviously I, you have young, poor children with their poor Well, when I give them a free, drink free, free, free beer, beer yeah. too. But they, they, I actually opened up my beer f- cooler or my beer fridge to them and they said no we want more out of the keg so nice. i did give them choices nice. and they kept going back to the keg so uh no it was fun i learned a lot um i definitely i'll I'd, I'd like to make this same exact beer again um because i know i could do a better even a better job with it just because you know the first time you do something mm-hmm. um so i learned a ton and and i think it you know we've talked to some really unbelievable home brewers um and uh you know you can see from them and their their attention to the craft that um you know you're not going to be perfect your first probably 10 15 times it's gonna take you a while to get where you start to perfect things and i could like i said just see the learning curve off the first time no but so. the carbonation is good yeah it's yeah but again the that's flavored that's, after drinking the lager and the uh, blonde the, the it's flavorful yeah and we have certainly paid four or five dollars for a glass of something that did not taste this good right that was being sold proudly at a brewery a brown right. and porter so yeah. congratulations thank you, thank you. Nice I, i'm excited no it's 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 Cheers. fun it's, it's opened up some doors for me. Just like I said, it's just a fun thing, a good new hobby. Talent's got talent. Talent's got talent. He All does. Right. All Lay right. it on us, Tom. Well, on March 17th, over half of all Americans plan to celebrate St. Patrick's Day around here in something green with a pint of beer in their hand, more than likely, and it's probably Guinness. But what do we really know about the history of St. Patrick's Day? Well, I have a pot of golden knowledge for all our <laughs> listeners out there. How <laughs> you like that, Jeff? <laughs> Uh, for all of our listeners, so you too can sound like Cliff Clavin himself nice. by knowing a few of these random facts about the day, the saint, and all the traditions. You might even earn yourself a free green beer with all your knowledge. Oh. So here we go. And I'm starting off strong. Did you know that St. Patrick was not Irish? Hmm, I did. Did you know he wasn't even Patrick? Hmm. No, I didn't know that. That part I didn't know. Can you guess where he was actually born? Roman Britain. Great Britain. Very good. Was he Patricio? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, well, I was thinking of something Latin. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know any Latin. The man we know is St. Patrick was born in Great Britain, and he was actually named Maywin Suckett. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's much oh, better. That's, Why that's, can't this be the, suck the Maywin Suckett day? How great a day oh, it would is. that be? From here think forward. We yeah. almost had... Saint Suckett Day. That's a, that would be awesome. that's a lot better yeah. for limericks. From now on, it is, no. From now on, it is Saint Suckett Day, guys. <laughs> suck it. So when he was young, I'm he was uh, suck it. <laughs> I prefer suck it. 
when he was young, he was kidnapped and sold into slavery by the Irish marauders. And when he was 16, and he formed his religious beliefs while he was enslaved. Uh, after escaping back to England, he became ordained as a priest. There you go, Padre. Yeah. And returned to Ireland and was credited with bringing Christianity to all its people. One of the legends has it that St. Patrick used the three leaves of the native Irish clover, the shamrock, to describe the Christian idea of God and the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to the Jewish king of Ireland. He chose the plant because the Celtics believed that the clover to be sacred since its leaves form a triad. The legend of the clover states that each leaf has meaning. The first leaf is hope, the second is faith, the third is love, and the fourth is luck. Did you know... There is a one in 10,000 odds of finding a four-leaf clover. Mm, did not know that. Mm. And as Talent mentioned earlier, St. Patrick's Day was not always a big party day. Originally, March 17th was celebrated at the Catholic feast, like you said. So it didn't become a national holiday till did you say, 1903? Jeff? Yes, 1903. Yeah. Very good. And in fact, until the 1970s, pubs in Ireland were actually required by law to be closed right. on March 17th. What? Can you imagine <laughs> Irish pubs closed on St. Paddy's Day? It was a mark of... Oh, I'm sorry, St. Suckett Day? <laughs> it was a mark of religious respect that it was closed. Correct, yeah. correct. St. Patrick's Day parades actually started in the U.S., the first in 1762 in New York, when Irish soldiers serving in the English military during the Revolutionary War marched through the city to celebrate the religious feast and their Irish roots. And I think you had this before, Jeff. The first parade in Ireland wasn't held until 1931 in Dublin. Mm-hmm. And currently, more than 100 St. Patrick's Day parades are held across the U.S., the biggest one being New York City. And before talent canceled it, Chicago has over a million people. Yep. Wow. And That's Boston has anywhere from six to 700,000 a year. Did you know that over 32 million U.S. residents claim Irish descent, outnumbering the entire population of Ireland with a mere 4 million. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, how, that's how, many people, how many people claim Irish descent on St. Suckett Day? Yeah. <laughs> everyone. Nearly, I'm, I'm I'm over half right of America. Now, everyone. Over yes. half of America. There are 16 places in the U.S. named after Ireland's capital, Dublin, that you can go to to drink green beer on St. Paddy's Day. There's also seven places in the U.S. named Shamrock to go party. Speaking of places to party, the city of Chicago goes all out every year and dyes the river green. The practice started in 1962 when they released 100 pounds of vegetable dye into the river, enough to keep the river green for a week. A week? A week. Today, in order to minimize environmental damage, there you go, doctor, only 40 pounds of this vegetable dye are used, and the river turns green for only several hours. There you go. Do you know what color the dye is? Hmm. Don't know. Well, the exact formula is actually an orange powder, and it's kept top secret. Tang. Yeah. <laughs> Secrets out. Right? Yeah, secret sorry, out. guys. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Uh, and the river tastes great. Trick it, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, in 2003, one of the parade organizers told a reporter that revealing the formula would be akin to telling someone where the leprechaun hides its gold. Ooh. <laughs> I will know that. End of the rainbow. Yeah. Good point. With colors in mind, guys. Countless drops of food coloring are added to beer every year to make it turn green. What do you think that color is that they add? Orange. Green. Tang. Tang. I think uh-huh. it's tang. tang not color. tang. Not green. Well, see, let's see. It's a yellowy beer. It's so a blue. Blue. Very good. Yeah. Yellow and blue make green. There you go. Well mm-hmm. done. On the subject of beer, 
what would a St. Patrick's Day list be without mentioning Guinness? And Malin suck it. Guinness. <laughs> it would be yeah. Guinness list. There you go. This, this, is, this is actually pretty impressive here. Every year, Guinness gets a boost with more than 13 million pints sold worldwide on St. Patty's Day. Over half of that is in the U.S. alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, U.S. <laughs> I'll be having a couple while watching uh, Waking Ned Divine, as I usually do on yeah, St. Patrick's Day. And to go along with those 7 million pints sold, Americans alone run up a beer tab of over $255 million on this, the most sacred of drinking nice. days. Nice. So raise a glass to your favorite beer and toast the saint, the history, and the traditions of St. Patrick's it, Day. Boys. <laughs> suck it, boys. Suck it. Suck it. Yeah, I'm going to replace the other uh, toast I had with suck it. <laughs> well, unless you're Cliff Clavin, you probably won't remember any of these in the morning. I wrote it down three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, my done. wife's gonna be looking Good at my nose, going, "Why did you write suck it three yeah, times what's going on here? Was someone making you angry?" Hmm. No, no, I'm trying to remember the saint's name. Yes, I got a toast. I got a toast to that. That's Thank you, Tom. Let's hear a toast. Good job, Tom. Well this was my favorite. Well this was on the uh, on the wall at uh, Hennessy's down in San Diego, <laughs> painted on the wall. Here's to a long life and a merry one, a quick death and an easy one, a pretty wife and a forgiving one, a cold beer and another one. Nice. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Hi. Doc, we toasted. We roasted. And then we drank the rest of the beer in our glass. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we're we're going to finish up with the granddaddy of them all. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Drinking the Guinness Drought. Was this brewed in Ireland or was it brewed in... Uh... This, no, this is brewed in Dublin. Okay. Brewed in Dublin. So here we go. Are you guys ready for this? this yes. That's what I've been waiting for. All right. Here, we had open. a letter from a listener early on, Warren, yeah. that wanted to know and, and talent did his research. Why? I think the question was something in the vein of why does it taste better? Why is Guinness so magical? Yeah, it, why is it so magical? Yeah, it's yeah. so smooth. What makes Guinness you know? magical or something? Like that? And it, it really is. It is. It's the leprechauns. We, I think we solved that, right? Yeah. It's the leprechauns. Yeah. I believe that's what your research told yeah. you. I mean, we did a lot of research, but it all came back to the leprechauns. It is so smooth. It mm. smells so good. Wow. Do you have another toast for this one? Dung hills rise and castles fall. We are all equal, one and all. Oh, oh nice. nice. Oh, shed a tear on that one. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so I had good. fun. Oh, I so spent good. about an hour reading Irish toasts, and then went to German toast, and then mm-hmm. like that. There's an episode. That's yeah. Toast. That might be a lot of drinking. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Might be a double episode and spend the night. Yes, this is a and make way. our own toasts <laughs> by the end <laughs> and be toasted. Yeah, <laughs> and in the morning just be crawling up. Please water and toast. Yes. And we come all full circle. You did. That was good. Oh, that is yummy. Thank you, Doctor Todd. We have had we've discussed and had Guinness a couple times and it never gets old. Just yummy. You know, it's been a couple of weeks. The requests have been pouring in. The my phone's been ringing off the hook. Oh yeah, listeners, your wishes have been granted. Welcome, listeners. To that segment we like to call, I Like Beer the Podcast, Beer or Not a Beer. So for you first-time listeners, where the hell have you been? <laughs> and, and welcome aboard. And welcome aboard. <laughs> welcome aboard. All right. So let's lay down the ground rules. Here we go. We have, uh, I'm going to name four beers. 
three beers. And today, it's, since we're, it's the Irish theme, they're all beers from Ireland. Nice. All right. Well Excellent. So uh, three are real beers, and you, the listening audience, need to choose the one that I have made up, that I have pulled out of the stratosphere. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> yeah, I suck it, beer. Are we ready? Once again, three real beers, one phony baloney beer. Ready. Okay. Ready. Here we go. I'm ready. What? So we're drinking Guinness right now. How about Guinness? G-N-E-A-S. Guinness Pale Ale, which is Irish for sex. Beer number two, Arseways Ale. Arseway. Beer number three from Ireland. How about Sheep Stealer beer? Sheep Stealer. And the fourth beer, Duncow, a milk stout. One more time, listening audience, I've just named four beers. Could you pull out the beer that is not really a beer? We had Guinness Pale Ale, Arseways Ale, Sheep Stealer, and Duncow. We'll start with the Irishman in the audience. Tom, which one is not a beer? As always, Doctor, you make it tough. Mm. (laughs) Wow, this is particular. But I think this one is a little above and beyond. All right. Arseway Ale sounds like something real. Sheep Stealer happens all the time. So that leaves Ganeas and Dunkow. I'm going to go with Dunkow. Dunkow. All right. All right. Mr. Joe. I'll go with Guineas. Guineas. Mr. Uh, uh, Talent, who, who has, I don't think he's got performer. one wrong. Our yet. top performer. Is, I think he's, 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 go he's last. Worried. He's yeah. worried. This is the hardest one. I know. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, Can I ask for a clarification on what type of beer Dunkow is? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Uh, Dunkow. A milk stout. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, oh. All right. I'm going to say Dunkow is a milk stout. Okay. Um, sheep stealer <laughs> just sounds like a, you know, if you're on the Irish, an Irish beer. An, an yeah. Irish Highlands. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a cold night, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, so I'm going to go with that's also a beer. Uh Guinness. Wow, he's stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us, tell this is going to break his record. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm just going. This is going to be like a 50-50 Guinness versus Arsway's Ale. I'm going to say that uh, Guinness Pale Ale. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, a suck it Irish Stout is not a beer. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't one. But it should be. But it should be. Malin Suck It Stout. Uh, I'm going with Arsway because I don't want a beer out of your arse. Arsways. <laughs> okay. Call. First of all. Uh, I'm going to start with Guineas. It says, uh, this is on the bar here, it's, I'm going to show you guys, I'm going to listen to the audience. It says, don't be shy, ask for it, Guineas. Oh, oh, oh. Right. That's and, a dingle pale. And, 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 and the Twitter <laughs> below, that's what it looked like it said. Sean Mack <laughs> tweeted, sex now being sold over the counter in West Cary pubs. Nice. All right. So that is a beer. Uh, oh, well. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry Joe. Yeah, the run tried. is over. All right. And uh, Dun Cow is really a milk yeah, stout. I, so I, I forgot was, to write, write yeah. down what the uh, brewery is. Let's oh, I'm within two. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> Sheep Stealer. 
is an Irish beer yeah. and yeah. Arseways Ale. Oh, I pulled out yeah. of my arse. Yeah. There you That's go. Going to roll. Good, out of my work. Arse. Good work, Jeff. So this has been beer or not a beer. Did you listen to audience pull out Arseways Ale out of your arse? Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Talent, did uh, Tom get all of your Irish uh, St. Patrick's Day facts, or you got a couple more to lay on no, us? No, you know, actually, the only one, he did a great job. I'm just going to say he did very thorough. Yeah, great done. job. job Thank um, you. That's a, that means a lot coming from the, you, Talent. The only one that I got that I thought was kind of interesting, because I kind of said, you know, he's going to get all the facts. So I was trying to find th- some things that were basically, maybe nobody knows about um, that. So the, the one thing. The myth? The myth things. But the one I found that, that I will share with you that I thought was really interesting um, is that do you know that St. Patrick's robes were actually blue and not green? Yes. And that's pretty interesting Ooh, when you see that the color green has been such a key part of celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Uh, but they said basically the original color associated with St. Patrick was blue. Hmm. Um, and there's even a, actually a shade officially known as St. Patrick's Blue. Um, and they said that green became strongly associated with Ireland during the country's struggle for independence, and then that's where it was adopted. But I thought that was really interesting uh, that, that you know green is what you see everywhere. Well, if you yeah. add the yellow, you now you get the green. Yeah, but I, th- that was it. Other than that, I yellow think, and blue uh, make green. Yellow it. and blue make yeah. green, and it makes right. and it makes sense too because Notre Dame's primary right. colors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. there you are. Ah, yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Everything well, comes together. Listeners, thank you for spending a few minutes with us on St. Malin's Suck It Day. (laughs) (laughs) We had fun sharing a few beers, stories, and laughs. We hope you did, too. Please keep listening and sharing once more an Irish toast from all of us to all of you. You with me on this one, guys? You got it in front of you? Yes, I got it right here. Here we go. Merry meet, merry part. We drink to thee with all our heart. Cheers. 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 Get to a parade before they cancel them all. Yeah. (laughs) We'd love to toast some more, but right now we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five, or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.